Hey you, I'm Bailey. And I'm Hannah. Welcome back to another episode of How About Us, our mini-series that shares positive stories from all around the world because in our minds, good news does not always have to be no news. We also know in this day and age, good news is sometimes hard to come by, so we've done the searching for you. We are so excited you are joining us on this journey. Last week, we dove into healing our inner child with our first guest, Sammy, and I really loved how we were able to discuss different healing modalities when discussing that topic, so we're going to do a little bit more of that today. I'm also excited because some of these practices I have already tried before or have been looking forward to trying, so I'm excited to share them with you. So if we jump right into it, the first hot spot on the globe is Japan, and their well-known healing ritual is called Ikebana. Ooh, that's fun to say. I know. I love it. I'm really hoping I'm saying all of this correct, too. Yeah. We'll go with it. You're doing your best. Thank you. So Ikebana is an art form um, that actually is just the act of arranging flowers as a form of meditation. And um, it is inspired by Buddhism, and more specifically, in the 15th century, monks from Kyoto founded this practice after recognizing that it created a sense of healing and inner peace while intentionally arranging the flowers. So something as simple in our minds as creating a flower bouquet and having each one placed individually, uh, you know, of of the other can be a form of, of meditation. And I just never thought of it like that before. I never thought it, but like, it's, it is definitely one of those jobs when you like think of a peaceful job, it's like, I want to be a gardener. I want to be, I want to work at a flower shop. I want to work at a bakery, you know, like oh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. I mean, if you really, cause I feel like sometimes I'll get flowers and I'll just like snip the ends off and shove them into a, a <laughs> you know, like a, a, a glass or whatever. Those are for the makeup flowers. <laughs> yep. You know it. And, um, Thinking about slowing it down and placing them where it fits and cutting them different lengths and making something really pretty and just taking my time is, I feel like that's translational to a lot of things, not just the flowers. But yeah, so that's the first one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Next up is one of my favorites and something I have been wanting to dip my toes into more, which is Ayurveda. And this comes from India. And this is actually known as one of the oldest healing practices in the world and is based around three concepts, which are universal connectedness, the body's constitution, and life forces, which are doshas. So I don't know if you've ever heard of doshas, um, but they're like the forces outside of our like sight, essentially. Um, and the belief is that the entire universe is composed of five ma- main elements, which are vayu, which is air, Jala, which is water, Akash, which is space, Prithvi, which is earth, and Teja, which is fire. And their treatment works to combine treatments like exercise, nutrition, massages, meditation, and many other healing rituals to accomplish overall physical and mental health. So this is a lot more focused on, I would say, like the, when you think of like a spiritual practice, you think, 
you know, a lot of like, oh, everything's connected. The universe has all of these different elements that are outside of our control, but like are still very much impactful on us as humans and our healing and all of those things. And so it's taking all of those elements and finding different um, healing modalities to heal holistically, um, using a lot of the things that we already use, and then, you know, diving deeper into other forms as well. That's a lot. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. You kind of lost me there for a second, but I was doing my best. It's all right. You know, this is why we have these recordings. You can come back and listen again and relearn all over again. It, there's a lot to that one in particular. There's like the yeah, Verda practitioners that, you know, only focus on that type of healing. And when I say only, it's still a huge job. There's so much to it. I think um, the main difference is, is like the the verbiage or like the language that's used. Like when it hits a certain point on the language, I'm like, okay, you lost me. Like, I don't know what those words mean. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's definitely very complex and it's hard to explain in like 30 seconds, you know, because it's so complex. So, um, it also it's what helps reading. Yeah. When you can go back and like read about it or, you know, whatever. Exactly. Doing a little bit of research. Like if you're, if you're ever, interested. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, the third practice is coming from Peru and this is called shamanic healing. And this originates from the Andes mountains from shamans called Pacos. And they have been passing down this healing for thousands of years throughout their generations, which I think is so cool. And their healing focuses on natural medicines like plants and crystals, Um, to cleanse the body as well as focusing on spending time in nature. And this brings about healing as well, which is something you and I have talked about before. Um, According to the power path, shamanic healing is a spiritual and medical practice based upon the belief that all healing includes a spiritual dimension. So this work is based almost entirely on the spirit and making sure that it's in balance with all the other components of health. So it places more of that spiritual health um, focus than just like the physical or the emotional or the mental health. And it, it is believed that if your spirit is healthy and all the blockages are, are removed, then the rest of your body is also healthy. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of like, uh, so you're, this is like essential oils and herbs and stuff like that, right? Like when it says like natural medicines, like plants and crystals to cleanse the body, like is, is would that be something that we're talking about here? Yeah, definitely. Okay. And, and crystals in particular, this is what makes it different from the others that the, the other practices don't really use crystals, but it's like finding right. things in nature um, to either consume or like surround in your, in your environment, which is like um, essential oils and stuff like that to promote wellness. Yes. Yeah. I knew it. I just natural medicines. That's what I was trying to. <laughs> Break down like what yeah. are what are the components? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, one of my favorites out of like researching this is this um, the next couple. So out of Apache, I think um, is how you pronounce it. These are called burden baskets, and these are physical baskets that are woven by individuals. And once they're woven, you place physical representations of your worries into the basket. Um, and then, so it doesn't have to be something that everybody would know, but it it represents the worry to you and you would place that physical item or items into the basket. And then somebody else will come in, take the basket away, empty it and bring it back. 
And it's just the idea of like releasing the cares or concerns into the universe and letting them go. Um, and this reminds me of something I have like heard a lot of people do, which is like writing things down on paper and then like burning it or burying yeah. it or like just allowing it to kind of be like swallowed back into ether. And that's kind of what, what this one's about too, which I think is cool. Maybe we need to do our own little baskets. I was going to say like, are we down to do this or like, what are I'm down. Okay. Plans are going to be <laughs> I, need to, like, I don't know about like weaving our own basket. I just don't yeah. know about that part, but I don't know. I think there's- it could be like a summer long project or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know, but we'll figure it out. I'm always down to do creative stuff. And honestly, I think that a big part of it is weaving the basket. It's not like buying a basket and then doing it. Like I feel like it's because you created it and it's like a representation of you. So I don't know. We'll see. If we end up doing it, guys, we'll post some photos somewhere. Probably won't be the best woven baskets you've ever seen, but it'll be ours. But so. they'll be there. Yep. Okay. So this next one actually comes from Hawaii. So I know you're going to love this one. Yeah. Um, but they have an ancient healing modality called Lomi Lomi. And this is used by spiritual practitioners alongside other medicinal techniques and um, comes from the root word to rub gently. So Lomi means to rub. Um, and in practice, <laughs> yes, exactly. So this involves long, gentle strokes in a massage, um, along with chanting and prayers. So kind of what you might imagine to take place in Hawaii. Like if you've seen like certain movies and stuff, like they do a lot of chanting there. Um, no. yeah, exactly. So this would be chanting and prayers while you're getting these like almost like deep tissue intentional massages. Yeah. That's nice. That That's is nice. nice. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving that for them. I definitely want to explore some Lomi Lomi when we go to Hawaii. Just yeah. Like. Yeah. Lomi Lomi. I will not forget it. Okay. Come on. I want to so, know. That. Okay. This next one is my favorite and I just never heard of it before, but I'm like standing behind it all the way. So it's the practice of releasing the soul. And this comes from Thailand and it is also based from Buddhism, like one of the ones that we mentioned before. Um, and this is based on the idea that releasing a soul into the wild brings about healing to all. And the actual practice involves buying birds or eels, fish or turtles from markets and releasing them into nearby bodies of water. So it's just like taking something that might be kept as a pet or eaten as food and releasing it back into its natural habitat and releasing its soul back into the wild. And it's supposed to represent a part of your soul kind of being released into the universe with it and just like releasing a lot of the tension and stuff that comes from being alive. So just the idea of like a bird thinking, oh, I'm going to be caged up for life. And then someone comes along and buys the bird and says, be free bird. Like that just sounds so amazing. I love that. <laughs> I do. I love that. I really like that. Of course, I would come from like Thailand, you know, like that. Is, I just feel like when I think about Thailand, like that is such a Thailand thing. That is so cool. I don't know why. Okay, so we know I have Finn, right? Yeah, I have this moral dilemma about the whole owning a turtle situation. And so I actually had this argument of like, well, could we just like, put her out in the wild and like, let her be in her quote unquote, natural habitat. And then Joe told me that that wasn't her natural habitat and that she might end up like struggling to live if we let her go. And so, well, isn't she also like one of those species? Um, I can't think of what it's called, like the terminology, but where they like go into the wild and like kill 
endangered species or no no, no that is so wrong no. um <laughs> it's um invasive species invasive species <laughs> exactly i knew it started and something you know whatever. yeah anyway um yeah and so i love that they get to do that there and like actually i hope it's their natural habitat but i really like that yeah me too. one day Finn, one day <laughs> we'll find where you're not invasive and we'll let you go all right but until then you're chilling Okay, so lastly is a practice I know and love, and it's the simple act of jade rolling. And this comes from China and has been used since the 17th century. And it was brought back as a healing methodology in recent years due to like trends and fads that were happening on social media. And the purpose of this practice is just to like massage your face, whether it be like in the morning or in the evening with oils, um, which increases the circulation in your face and brightens and tightens the skin. Um, so I don't know if we've talked about this, but like about your lymphatic system and how you have like, um, there aren't any like natural things in your body that move lymph around. So like moving, exercising, deep breathing, things like that. Yoga helps to like release the lymph, um, liquid and like move it around so it can be cleared. Well, there isn't anything in your face that like really helps you to do that. And so jade rolling helps to reduce the amount of like excess lymph that stands in your face um, that normally would just be stagnant and like stuck in your face. So that's one of the reasons I got into it because I tend to have a little bit of chunky cheeks and I was like, well, there might be some excess lymph in these in these cheeks. So I liked it. I I actually started doing it. Um, I didn't really like necessarily know exactly why, but I just I knew it was something good. Like you know, like it's yeah. movement and like the cold, and you know I knew it was something good, but like I didn't know that that's what it was. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, those are the um those are the few that I did some research on. There's literally so many, but some of these were really like hitting close to home, and some of these were really unique practices. Um, and I feel like if I ever visit these places, I'm definitely, you know, the quote, when in Rome, definitely going to be seeking out these, these healing modalities and, and reporting back and letting everyone know how they go. So, um, did you have a favorite or one that you would be most interested in trying? I really like the animal one I <laughs> in the Lomi Lomi. I would say Lomi Lomi is the one that I am probably going to try first, but the animal one, I don't remember what it's called. I'm sorry. Um, the thing of the soul. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That's the one I probably should do first, but <laughs> we'll do Lomi Lomi first. But I really enjoyed that. And um, thank you so much for sharing those. Yeah. So next week, we will be back with another very special How About You episode with our second guest. We are back to back here, Brooklyn. She will be talking about all things around femininity, women's art, and excitement surrounding National Women's Day. Talk to you then.